Get your cup of joe ready. We have a lot to talk about. Hey kids, it's your pop-pop here, and I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for that intro. A uh, big shout out to the dad version of me. Uh, intro is very wholesome, so thank you. Anyways, let's get st- started, shall we? Today, I'd like to take a second to talk about our brains and how they get in the way of what we do on a day-to-day basis and how we are our own biggest enemy. Uh, I'm sure you hear that online and see it on Instagram constantly, but on a more serious note today, I I did want to go over something that I created this morning. Um, If you remember two podcasts ago, I talked about how it was midnight, right? And I needed to wake up at four the next morning. Well, Today is the next morning. I'm recording this podcast actually before the fifth one goes out, which is kind of funny, but I did wake up and this morning when I woke up, I came up with this motivational speech that I thought up. So, uh, you know, if there is, if it does sound weird, it was created at four this morning. So, uh, I'd like to start off with that and then kind of get into some thoughts and, uh, just food for thought for that. So let's get started. Let me tell you a secret. Your mind makes things worse than they really are. Don't believe me? Set that alarm clock of yours for four in the morning tomorrow. What is your first thought? Most of you are saying something like, hell no, my sleep is important, or definitely not. I won't be able to function for the day. Why is that though? That the first thoughts you have are telling you not to do something. Why are those thoughts immediately no? Instead of actually weighing the pros and cons of living a life where you wake up at four in the morning, no one's stopping you. No one's telling you not to. So what's more important to you? Those extra four hours of sleep or not being happy with your life? I know what some of you are saying. I need my sleep. That's important. Like I say, I agree. But that just means you should be in bed by nine or ten. Don't stay up past midnight every night and wonder why you're so tired each and every day. Still tired? Go to bed even earlier. I promise you that the time between 4 a.m. and 8 p.m. is going to be significantly more productive than the time of yours between noon and midnight. Nothing good ever happens after midnight. No one's life ever changes for the better after midnight. So if that's the case, why are you even up? I know I'm talking about sleep, and you might be wondering how that pertains to you being your own worst enemy, but let me tell you something else. The first thing that happens at 4 a.m. is that you have the first battle with yourself. Do you get up as soon as that alarm clock goes off, or do you take a 30-minute nap? I know you think it'll feel good, because your mind is telling you that it will, but that extra 30 minutes makes you even more tired throughout the day, and you just broke a promise to yourself. That's the worst part. Breaking a promise to yourself is the worst thing you can do. Essentially, you're lying to yourself, and if you don't even have your own back, how can you expect anybody else to? Now, anyways, back to waking up, especially after a couple days of doing so. Most of the time when I'm up at 4 a.m., I'm hitting the gym and I'll tell you, those first 10 minutes of the day, my mind is telling me a hundred reasons why I shouldn't be up. My body is more sore than it's going to be all day. Like, those 10 minutes is the most sore that I am the entire day. The air around me is frigid and cold. The world around me seems distant and undisturbed. And you get that thought in your head. What's the harm of a couple more hours of sleep? Well, let me tell you something. The harm comes from the people around you trying to do the same thing that you want to do with your life. 
when you go back to sleep, how many of them do you think are getting up and staying up and paying those dues? It's more than just sleep, though. You can make the same argument with the hardest things in your life. Going to the gym, going on runs, working 12-hour days, anything that you dread or makes you want to stop physically, mentally, etc. So with a world of people that can be against you at any time, why is it the biggest problem you have is that thing between your eyes? Just be aware and learn how to tell yourself no, and you'll be surprised where you end up. So that's a little tidbit of a motivational speech that I came up with at four in the morning listening to a six-minute uh, speech, and my mind went off on a tangent, and I decided to write it down. And uh, I, I do agree with the things that I was thinking and that I said, and the fact that I was able to say it at four in the morning is even better for me, and the fact that I was able to use that to motivate myself going into an a workout that ended up being an awesome workout is even better. I mean, I've started this day off on a really, really good note and I've set the, set the bar high. And, uh, I do want to say that to add on to that, I think sometimes it's important to learn how to say no to yourself. As I said in that last few sentences of the motivational speech, but more than that though, right? Like if you're trying to live a better life and you've got people that are being negative or just negative influences overall, uh, you're going to do whatever you can to kind of eliminate that, right? So sometimes you have to do that with your own mind. Sometimes whenever you're at like a red light and all of a sudden you're angry, right? Or somebody cuts you off and you just completely lose your shit. Sometimes it's important to just take a second and stop and wonder, why am I so angry, Right? Like a red light, I can't help that. Those happen. There's going to be red lights in my life. So why the hell am I getting so angry at them, right? Someone cuts you off. It's like, yeah, they're arrogant or, or they're this way or they're that way, but I can't control that. You know, I just, I I drive defensively and I do what I can and my day moves on. But a lot of people, that sticks with them, that resonates with them and they, they let that kind of dictate how the rest of the day goes, right? They wake up late. They go to Starbucks, they spill their coffee on themselves, they hit every red light on the way to work, they walk into work late and they just have a bad day because they let themselves fall into this negative pattern, right? And so waking up at four in the morning or five or six or just waking up earlier in the morning than you have to kind of really starts to establish that positive pattern. And I'll tell you, it's a lot easier to be positive after you just woke up in the morning, you just made your bed, you just went to the gym, you got a fresh shower, you did all the, you did all these things, you start to read or you start to work on videos or photos or do whatever you do, right? And you look at the clock and it's 7.30 and you're like, wow, you know, the old me wouldn't even have been up by now and I've already accomplished more than, you know, by 12 than I would have done an entire day. So it's, it's important because negativity breeds negativity and positivity does the same. So have you ever noticed when you had a negative day, it just seems like when it rains, it pours. You just have one bad thing happen after the next, right? But when you have a positive day, right? You wave to somebody, you smile at somebody, you hold the door open for somebody, you get that free sandwich, like, like good things continue to happen. It's, it's almost amazing how that works. And it's, it's really great when you stop and stop and think about that, uh, Stop and think about the fact that you can be in control of your own destiny and your own happiness. If you just go around and you decide that, hey, you know, today's going to be a good day. It might not be the best day. I'm going to have setbacks. I'm going to hit red lights. I'm going to hit, you know, things that are going to be tough for me, but I'm not going to let that stand in the way of my own greatness and where I want to be. Then you'd be surprised. You'll have a lot less bad days. And I say that uh, the whole last podcast was talking about how 
I'm on a path to a better life. But even still, uh, like I said, for I think this is week number four. It's been four weeks. This might be number five. But uh, the last since I started, really, I've had one off day a week. Sundays for me has been a day where I just veg out and I don't do the things I need to. And I let everything pile up and I overeat and I oversleep and I just feel like garbage. And uh, it used to be when I, the stuff like that happened when I was doing good and that, that's, I would start slipping. It would last a week or two or even up to a month before I pulled back out and lost so much of the progress that I worked so hard to get. And now I've been doing a good job of keeping it to one day. I get mentally fatigued by, you know, the end of the week and I still find myself, you know, kind of blowing up in little things like I'll try to train my dogs or um, I'm trying to teach them to lay down and I'll just look at them. I'll tell them to lay down and they'll do, they'll do it 10 times in a row. I get their food and they refuse to do it. And then all of a sudden it's just one of those most frustrating things for the second that, uh, for the time being. But then realizing that I have to be patient with them because they don't understand me and they don't understand the action yet is very key, right? Because I can get mad and I can flip out and I can yell at them and make it a bad experience for me and them. Or I can, I can just take a second. I can breathe. I can learn that patience and I can go, okay, cool. We didn't get it today. Let's see if we can do better tomorrow. Hopefully we can. Uh, maybe not. If, if not the next day or the day after that or the day after that, but, but eventually we are going to get it. I'm going to keep working with them. I'm going to keep being patient with them. And I'm not always patient. Like I, like I said, it's very hard. It's very difficult. It's just something we strive to be. We strive to have the best days ever. We strive to be the perfect versions of ourselves. We strive to get better every day, right? Uh, weight loss isn't linear. Like I'm trying to lose weight right now. It hasn't been linear. Those off days that I've had, I've spiked back up and gained some of that weight back. And, and so it's kind of this weird like heartbeat looking monitor chart. Because, I mean, that's real life. Roadblocks and bumps and failures and different stuff get in the way. But what I'm not going to do is let it turn into a constant thing where I, I totally erase that progress and start from scratch. What I'm going to do is, you know, when I fall down, I'm going to pick myself up again and keep going. And so it's amazing your mind really falls into patterns, right? And so if you have a pattern at getting mad at a red light again, we're going to bring that up. If you get a pattern of sleeping in past eight or get into a pattern of hitting snooze 10 times a day or you get in a pattern of overeating or overspending or whatever else, your brain kind of sits with what's normal and you keep, you keep doing it. And so that makes it that much harder to break those habits and tendencies for the greater good for you so you can get what you want because people constantly I see people constantly uh sometimes I'm guilty of this but I'll sit there and I'll tell myself I want this and I want to do that and you know like I want those six-pack abs right I hear that a lot uh, I want to be a professional influencer. I hear that a lot. I want to be able to take pictures for a living, right? And the fact that is that they think that just creating their own schedule, getting a camera, and taking a couple photos for the day sounds really awesome. You get all the time in the world, and it's fun. You get to travel. People pay for you to do stuff, right? But they don't see the two years that you have to practice and learn the craft before you even start making money. That's that's like two grand out of pocket that you got to come out of like overall for everything included with the computer and the camera and the hard drives and just all this other stuff, you have to come out of pocket and make that investment of $2,000 or, or more sometimes 
before you can even start learning. And then once you start learning, it takes a couple of years. It takes a lot of practice. You have to kind of hone that craft. And, and then once you hone that craft, right, then you start, then you have the potential to start making money off of it. Some people don't, they'll do it for five years, not make money, but you have that, but wow, <laughs> sorry. You have that potential to go business to business or, you know, start taking pictures for people. And it starts off with your friends, family, um, friends of a friend, family, the family's family or whatever else. And you kind of build up from there. Right. But it's, it's like that with anything in your life. Everybody sees the easy aspects. Everybody sees the desirable effects of everything. Right. They see somebody that owns a business. They want to own a business because they see that after five years of work, this person's starting to take vacations every month and they're going to 12 different countries in a year. Right. But little do they know they've been working 16 hour days for the last five days out of the last, uh, five days a week out of the last five years. Little do they know that, you know, a year ago they thought that they were going to go bankrupt or they had this going on or they had that or they just had all these struggles. And so everybody sees kind of the good and that, and a really good comparison I can say to this is social media or Instagram. Um, for example, to be kind of specific, like, People don't show the bad aspects of their life. People don't go, hey, you know, I was depressed this day. People don't go, oh, hey, I was poor this day. You know, everybody's been there. Everybody's been fat at one point in their life or fatter than they'd like to be. Everybody's been out of shape. Everybody's been poor. Everybody's, you know, not felt the proudest of different achievements. We've all been there, right? But if you looked at anybody's Instagram feed, you'd think that they were a perfect human being. And it gets even worse when people learn how to take better photos and they get better captions and you know they make a living off of it because now your life literally does look perfect now it looks like you you're at a new hotel every single day and you're traveling around the world and you're you're eating all these great foods and you're not getting fat and you're just at the beach all the time when in reality these influencers they go to this hotel and they take a bunch of pictures and they just post it over time right they're like okay i'm going to take 10 pictures of this hotel and that's a week worth of posts right so over the next like 7 months one 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 week out of that month they put that up and there's just a lot of different things you have to keep in mind, right? Um, not to say that there isn't people out there traveling constantly, but the point I'm trying to make is from the outside looking in, it'd be very easy to just assume that their life is perfect, that they don't have any problems, that they're not up to their elbows in stress, that they're not trying to work on their mental health or just feeling that insecurities of everyday life or we're all struggling with something. We all have something that we need to approve upon. That's just part of being human. And I think part of the way to get past that is to surround yourself with people that are not only like-minded, right? Have similar beliefs. Like it's okay to think differently than somebody, but, uh, you know, you guys should be able to agree on, you, you know, your, your definition of, of success and kind of have some things in common. But I think it's very important to have, those positive influences in your life because guess what we're not always up we're not always feeling good we're not always motivated but when we're down having that external kind of person or thing or whatever you have can help you bring up bring yourself up to doing your best on those off days like last week I didn't want to wake up at four there was one day shoulder day and I got a call from, I, I go to the gym with my cousin now. I haven't had a workout partner in, it, it, on and off for the last year, a few years, 
I've pretty much been solo for all my workouts. I haven't really had a partner. I mean, I'll see people at the gym I know, I'll ask them for a spot, stuff like that, but I haven't had a dedicated partner. In these last two weeks, I've had a dedicated partner that's there for me thick and thin, no matter what, and it's been fantastic, right? Because like I said, that one day that I didn't feel like doing shoulders, he was there. Yesterday, I did legs. I started getting tired, started getting lightheaded, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna let off the gas, and he didn't let me. And so, you know, going with getting out of your own head, sometimes having somebody there to help you get out of your own head or put things into perspective is really important because as human beings, we have a tendency to start falling like uh, feeling sorry for ourselves, right? We're When we're running and we're sitting there and we're dying, we're like, oh, poor me, poor this, I hate this, yada, yada, all these negative things. And it's like you realize there's somebody with cerebral palsy doing the same thing and with the same speed. You know, they're, they're overcoming that um, obstacle that they have. You, you've got people with one leg running a mile. You've got people that are doing all sorts of amazingly incredible things. And if you want, if you want to try to tell me that that person with one leg or cerebral palsy or that mental disability or that handicap or whatever else didn't stop and think that they didn't want to do this and this was going to be too hard, you're, you're fucking crazy. So you have to put it in perspective, right? One thing I like to think about is the fact that when I'm having a hard time, right, I'm, I'm sore after the gym or I don't feel like doing this or doing that, I like to think of the fact that there's a one-legged Marine Corps sniper somewhere that does the 12-mile hikes with all the other Marines, right, with one leg, keep in mind, same, same way to pack, but now he's using one leg to push all that weight and do everything, right? And not only that... But this, this motherfucker is so badass that when he gets to the top of the mountain, he takes his own leg off and uses it as a bipod for his own gun. And I'm going to, I'm going to complain because my legs, plural, are, are sore. That, yeah, that, that, that's, it's not going to cut it. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to think about that every single time. And like I said, it can help to have that person to kind of remind you, like, hey, bro, like, you, you got through this last time, or, hey, let's speed it up, you know, you were lollygagging, or just stay focused, and I mean, it's it's important to build up, um, to build that up for yourself, but having people around you, like really good people around you can really help. Anyways, that's uh, today's episode, so I want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to re- receive some sort of value from this, and uh I'll see you guys on the next episode of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have the best day. Bye.